Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girl, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hello. Oh, I was thrown that I'm normally used to saying, and Christy Mercer. Oh, did I say it? Yeah. Oh, damn it. I keep getting confused with the radio show and then this show. Remember the other day I almost started the radio show with the podcast intro? Yeah, she almost, we, were, we were on air doing our national radio show, the Thinker Girls, and you were like, it's Thinker Girl, the... The what? Yeah, the what? Everyone's like, God, the radio. girls have lost it's it. It's Thinker Girl, the radio. <laughs> yeah, hola. If you haven't um, listened to our podcast before, we are two chicks that talk thoughts you think of it not saying each and every week on this show. And this week is a very, very special show. Yes, it is. It's a very special edition now because we normally get an amazing, inspiring, funny, cool women to join us <laughs> And this every week we've just got someone shit. No, no, nah. no, no, no. We've got someone, ec- can I say extra of all of those? things well yeah. this, it's a pretty big deal to get this particular woman onto this onto this podcast we don't usually go international no at all hang on no we have once. had one into yeah one once yeah, um what was her name uh emma emma gannon her yeah. name was yeah. she was a uk author but we're not yeah. going to the uk no we're going to the us that's right to talk to michelle visage yeah i.e you're one of a huge a person that you're a huge fan of. yeah michelle visage i you may recognize her from uh rupaul's drag race she is rupaul's bestie he's kind of right hand woman uh and she's one of the judges and does Pretty amazing things for the gay community, pretty yeah, much. Um, yeah. She would classify herself as a drag queen herself, um, and she's just been around forever. So as a chick, as a radio chick in particular, she was doing kind of brekkie radio in New York. She had a two-girl show in LA, which we learned from chatting to her. P.S. Yeah. I did not know that. How amazing was that? She kind of just threw that in the end and was like, oh, yeah, well, I had to fight for 10 years for that, to be able yeah. to get that up off the ground. So that kind of just sang to our heart a little bit. And the reason we put an extended chat with Michelle on this week is because this week is the lead-in to Sydney's Mardi Gras. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's crazy, but it is the first time both of us are going. Everybody looks at me like, have you been missing a part of your life? How come you haven't gone before? Well, I don't know. I kind of, I guess I had always thought that I wanted to go uh, with my best gays, to mm. be honest. And mm. I, I used to, there was a couple of girlfriends that went a few years ago without the boys, uh, without our mates. So did they just go, just the few chicks on their own? Yeah, and they yeah. were two straight chicks, had a ball, mm. went on a float mm. with someone from work and had a really good time. But for me, I think, you know, I think it is about marching and standing next mm. to everybody. But mm. I wanted my first experience to be with the people that I love who I'm fighting for mm. while alongside them. Yep. So the, here we are. You know, we're living in Sydney uh, and... Um, my friends are all coming up from Melbourne and off we go together to be proud. I mean, definitely I should have probably gone maybe five or six years ago because maybe then I'd be at the after party and carrying my heels home the next day. I'm sure I'll be home in bed with a cup of tea with a couple of the gays by about midnight. Yeah, but who cares because this is such a cool way to be able to do it. It's almost nice yeah. that you've waited that amount of time. Well, I actually want it to mean something, mm. you know, So, and I think that it's a really nice thing to experience.
experience, but I can't fucking wait. Yeah. I think without even having done it yet, you can even say that it means something to you because there is, as you say, that intention and that meaning behind it and you haven't even kind of done it yet. Yeah. And it's one of those events that I think when you, and I, I don't know if you've ever been to a protest before or you've ever done no, a walk. I've never. No. Yeah. It's actually really quite magical. And a lot of the time people associate it with hippies or this type of person, but actually you're just walking because you're making a stance for something you believe in. It's actually quite simple. All you do is walk. Mm. You know, you don't have to stand there and chant. You don't even necessarily have to make a sign, but just being there is actually what's important. And I think this in particular is a cause that I've always had ridiculous passion for. Um, And so, you know, regardless of what it is for you, if you are a person that has a passion Mm. and people do things Mm. like this, not necessarily Mardi Gras, but there are other stuff, I encourage you to get behind it and actually speak up because it is quite a powerful thing to do in your life. I will say that Sydney in the lead up is looking amazing. I don't know. I was in the city over the weekend and there are, there is rainbows everywhere, like rainbow flags right over hotels. Like it's starting to really, I don't know. Because that rainbow flag is is so synonymous with, I don't know, with such an amazing cause, uh, and and it's pride, yeah, yeah, and but it's just so bright. But apart from that, it's really pretty, and it's so eye catching. Well, and that's happy. actually what I meant to say yeah. is that these types of events, so the marches and all of that yeah. stuff, because people are there to try and do good. There's just never ill ill feelings. Like you always feel elated. Mm. But Michelle Visage is somebody that knows true to all of these experiences because she's a person that speaks what she thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had a chat with her on our uh, radio show uh, because she was here doing uh, a tour with um, a drag a drag competition, mm-hmm. uh, Clash of the Queens across the country, and she's back uh, for the drag race tour as well uh, in the middle of the year. Yeah. So we cannot wait. To to see her and um, and get amongst uh, – getting her in the studio, actually. Yay. So this is the very special edition of Thinking of the Podcast this week with the unedited, uninterrupted, extended chat of ours with Michelle Visage. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. Thoughts, chicks are thinking but not saying. It's The Thinker Girls on Kiss, talking all the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. Stacey June and Christy Mercer, which show? Yeah, that is us. I'm The Thinker Girls. You can follow us on Facebook if you haven't already. Give us a little bit of a like, please. Yeah, or a bloody feeling or an emoji or everything else that happens on there now. Oh, yeah. Forgot about it. I oh, no, I'm not into using them yet. It's intense. Mm, I get it. Too many mm. notifications. Mm. <laughs> it's really Okay. But we've got to get into uh, our guest that is joining us tonight. I am a bit of a fangirl for this particular woman. A bit. <laughs> she's huge. Um, she is, uh, she's got so many different hats that she wears. Radio show host, platinum selling recording artist, as well as an author and the judge. You may know her from this on RuPaul's Drag Race. Michelle Visage joined us. Hello. Oh my God, what an introduction. I'm not worthy. <laughs> oh yes, you, you are. are. You are every bit worthy, Michelle. And I must say, I've never actually seen Stace be this kind of, not fangirl, but just so excited. We are, of course, you know, love every guest that comes onto this show, but you in particular has really got Stace going. That is for <laughs> sure. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I don't, I, we, we meet a heap of people. It's you and Kylie Minogue. Uh, I mean, Rue, Rue would be a pretty big special guest too, I feel like. We're but, working on that. We're yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> he's a hard, he's it. a he's a tough man to get. That guy, you're like in constant VIP status of just being his friend because no one can talk to him. I know he does. Well, he doesn't stop. He and his time is you know really limited. And I think mm. you know when he's got downtime, it's like he needs it to be himself. He's got four shows on telly yeah. right now, so wow. yeah, he yeah. doesn't stop. You know, mm. it was it was a treat that I got to see him in Perth, and he sh- he surprised me by showing up at the nightclub. Oh yeah, oh, in wow. Perth a few weeks ago. So his partner's from 
Perth, right? So yes, they've been together. Yes. For, yeah, I listen to what's the tea. <laughs> I'm a, I mean, I really listen. Thank um, you. Yeah, but it's um, it's great. It was good that you guys could hang out and obviously always talking about Down Under. But I was able to go to the Clash of the Queens show, which uh, yeah. is still is to air, still to have a show in Adelaide mm-hmm. and Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, in Sydney, I went to the show. And Michelle, I want to ask you a question because obviously drag, um, it's it's becoming a more kind of known and, and I guess I will use the word commercial art form here in this country, which is amazing. And there's a real element of it that I guess is kind of a piss take in comedy. And you guys talk about that a lot on the show or on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But there was a level as well where I go, where is the line between where people are laughing with people because there's that comedic element, but mm-hmm. also where people are laughing at? Because there was a couple mm-hmm. times I was uncomfy where I was like, this is a really fine line. How do you dissect through that kind of complexity with this kind of stuff? Well, most people can feel it. I mean, you, we have feelings as humans, and you can kind of feel when you're either um, somebody's really vulnerable and they shouldn't be uh, maybe performing where they're performing or ready yet. And I don't want to say shouldn't because I feel like everybody is allowed to perform. But, um, you know, maybe they're not quite ready for prime time, and if they don't, if they don't have fun with it and they take it really seriously, that's when it can kind of get uncomfortable because it's like they're trying to do it seriously and you're looking at them going, but this isn't, this is just not good enough, you know, for people to start judging or saying things to. And, but, but on the other side of the coin, if they want to do it, who are we to say, you know, they can't do it or they're not ready. So mm-hmm. it's really a weird thing. And as far as the line goes, I think if everybody has the the balls to get out there and perform, then it, it's up to them to either take it, deliver it or run away. So, you know, I don't ever like to laugh at anybody because to me that's bullying and, I'm there to enjoy the performance, whatever it is, whether they're ready, not quite ready, or, uh, you know, succeeding beyond all recognition. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I never want to think that people are laughing at somebody, even though that's a reality. But I try never to venture there. It's, mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's and, and, and you also think it's about the performer that as they step up, they're kind of prepared. Not that you would excuse it, but also prepared for, for I guess, that p- being reaction. a performer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends. If they're performing, like with the Clash of the Queens, if they're performing for me, they know they're going to get critiques. And when I do critiques, I really look on on the show. I have a specific role on RuPaul's Drag Race. People come on, they know what my role is, and I know what my role is. And especially now, we're going into season eight. Season eight. If you're not ready and you're not ready for what I have to say, then you're on the wrong TV show. But in real life, <laughs> which I'm we love. Be- <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. But like in real life, these kids, you know, they work really hard to do these competitions and some of them have been doing it less than a year some of them been doing it for 15 years and you can't compare the two but I can tell you that I do try to critique everybody with honesty and give them a a little nugget that they'll be able to actually use Mm, and that's I think that's important yeah Yeah, that's good to know hey Michelle um there's kind of a really cool vibe in the air because coming up really soon this weekend actually um in Sydney it's Mardi Gras which is which is you're gonna miss it I know You'll be, where will you be then? Will you be back in the U.S.? I'm going to be back in the U.S. because we're getting ready for the Battle of the Seasons tour. And, uh, 
We're it's actually... like your maternal gay mother vibes. Like your hairs are going to be standing up on the back of your neck because you'll be like, it's like you know when mums, um, like when they hear their children cry, like the breast milk comes their out. It's leak. basically going to be like that when you leave <laughs> next week because people boobs are gonna be... will be leaking yeah. all across Australia for you, that, Michelle. Because you'll be like, oh my oh, god, I need to be all with everyone. All the silicone and foam will be leaking all over us. So true. Um, you know what though? So Stace and I, uh, we're going, and it's our first time ever going, which to, is quite going ridiculous. to Mardi I know. Yeah. But Wait a minute. It's your first time ever? Well, yeah. we've done well, Pride. I've done Pride much in Melbourne, but we're both not originally from Sydney. So we've just moved here for this gig. And right. all of my gays are coming up from Melbourne. It's a bit of a, it's going to be an affair. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. So we're kind of like in the process, Michelle, at the moment of going, okay, what are we wearing? Mm. So we're, we're kind of looking around at, at drag sites and whatever. And I've I've obviously been been stalking your Insta. And, and I wonder, <laughs> and I wonder, you, I love your eyebrows, by the way. Um, I wonder if there are three things that you can throw out there, Michelle, that, that chicks can learn from drag queens. Yeah, straight chicks, yeah. particularly beauty stuff anything oh my god you can learn so much mm. from drag queens i mean drag queens are just they like to heighten the femininity of women so they learn stuff from us and we learn stuff from them one thing that i think that's really important is women should not be afraid of their body type some women think that they're too skinny some women think that they're too heavy whatever it is you should wear it with pride yeah we'd all like to be a you know have kylie minogue's body but we don't have kylie minogue's body and there's nothing wrong with not having that you have to be who you are so mm. I am a thicker girl, so for me, I'll wear what I wear, and I show it with pride, and I do my best to try to stay healthy, but I'll wear a waist cincher because I don't have a waist, mm. and a lot of women think it's a bad thing to have to wear Spanx or a waist cincher or something that gives them a shape. There's nothing wrong with that. There's also nothing wrong with a big-breasted woman, whether it's real or fake, to wear a padded push-up bra and push them up and, and be glamorous that yeah, way. Yeah, because there's mm. that confusing thing with feminism as well. Like, it's like, you know... We always call ourselves that we're feminists, but we like wearing heels. Like there's that mm. real where people try and bat you down for also dressing up and having fun with mm. your appearance. Yeah, but why is somebody who likes to be glamorous or like to look a certain way not a feminist? I consider myself a feminist, very much so. But that doesn't mean I don't want to be glamorous. Exactly. I'm not doing yeah. it for men at all. I'm not doing it for other women at all. I'm doing it for myself because I love when I look in the mirror and I go, oh, look at her tonight. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I've been married to the same man for 18 years. I really don't care what he thinks about me in that way. Like if he looks at me and he says, you look great in sweatpants, or you look great dressed up. Of course, he loves when I dress up, but I don't do it for him. Mm. I do it for myself. And there's nothing like anti-feminist about that. So if you want to feel great and still be a feminist and look glamorous and be hyper girly, go for it and stay strong and support other women who want to. And that's mm. where the movement really is. It's about supporting other women in their choices of what they want to do. Mm, it's so true. Yeah. And moving into Mardi Gras, I guess there's an interesting place uh, as, you know, two straight chicks that want to go and mm. party with everybody else. As a person that often refers, obviously it's your community you talk about how it is your community mm -hmm. but what do you think uh as the two straighty chicks and for people listening what do you think is our role in weeks like mardi gras what do you think we should be we should still be doing to make sure that i don't know things continue to move and equality still continues to improve in this country 
Well, I mean, if you believe in equality, speak up and be a person who walks with instead of just, you know, judges or points fingers or says, yeah, that's cool. You know, if you really are part of the movement and you want to be part, go go walk with them in pride. Go stand by their side. Be there when, when bakeries are saying they're not going to bake a cake for them because they're a homosexual couple and speak out on their behalf, you know, because in order to move forward, no matter what it is, women supporting women, gays supporting gays, straight people supporting gays, and so on and so forth, in order to make noise, in order to, to be seen, we have to make noise. And the minute we're quiet, the minute we're not going to be taken seriously and everything's just going to go away. Like you don't start, you don't stop marching for autism. You don't stop marching for breast cancer. Like you see this stuff going on all the time. Why should we ever stop marching for equality or gay rights? So just do it. Have fun. The most important thing about Mardi Gras or doing anything having to do with, you know, a big celebration is enjoy yourself and be careful of the shoes you're going to wear because you could really regret life in about two hours. <laughs> That's a really big one. I will say that is a really Regretting big one life. also that we'll take on board. We don't want to regret life. <laughs> No, I would have a pair of flats in my bag, to be honest. And no matter what you do, do it with pride, do it with compassion, and do it with honesty. And and if that's the way you lead life, no matter what you do, you're never going to fail. Yeah. Wow. Preach, sister. Oh, I just feel like punching the air now, Michelle. Seriously. Well, she is. <laughs> she I is. I just did go um, forth into our day. Amazing. Thank you so much. It's been the most insightful, amazing chat, Michelle Visage. You ladies are adorable, <laughs> and I can't thank you enough. And then I just want to remind everybody if they want to come see me in Adelaide or Melbourne, we got tickets left at itdevents.com. And of course, Battle of the Seasons is coming in your winter. I've never, first of all, I've never been here before. Now I'm going to be here two times in the same year and different seasons. Well, you'll have to come back. You'll have, we'll have to get you in the studio. Oh, we would adore that. We would love well, that. And you guys are in Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Maybe I can bring uh, a queen or two with M- me. M- yes, please. MJRpresents.com is where you can get the tickets for that. And there's still tickets available for Clash of the Queens as well, as yeah. Michelle said, in Adelaide and Melbourne. Yay. Michelle, thank you so, so much. If people want to follow you, of course, at Michelle Visage on Twitter and Instagram. But thank you so, so much. It's been I am so ball. proud of you girls for <laughs> taking this to the radio. Honestly, I, you know, I did radio for 17 years. It's not easy. And I'm super, super proud of you. And keep going. I love two women on the radio together. Uh, We fought really fucking hard. And we'll have to put that out. I had it it in Los Angeles. I fought, I think, 10 years before I was able to do a morning show with another woman. And it's Did you? I didn't know that you did a show with another woman. Yes, I did. did Oh, for fuck's sake. Can I get any more of a fangirl? What are you doing to me? 10 years, did you say, Michelle? So it took about 10 years. For me to get a double woman because the men that were in charge said two women together don't work. Well, we were told we, that. we were told we weren't broad enough. Listen, you're going to find that wherever you go, being women, having a vagina, and working on the radio. It's just a matter of fact. If you read my book, if you read the Diva Rules, there's two chapters devoted just to radio and what I fought to get to have a female morning show and just to be a woman who has her own morning show and isn't the laughing sidekick. So you girls are doing wonderful things. I'm super proud of you. I just followed your show on Twitter. I'm going to be watching everything that you're doing. I'm so, so supportive and happy for you. Oh, thank you so much. We can't wait to see you uh, in the middle of the year and enjoy the fringe. Girl power. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Thanks so much, Michelle. It's been amazing. Thanks, lovely. Bye. Bye. It's the Thinker Bye. Girls on Kiss. Bye. Bye, Michelle. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Shame on you. <laughs> Jokes. Hit up thinkergirl.com.au.
I was joking. Seriously. Hey, guys, if you love that chat and you want to check out Michelle Visage live in Australia, you can. Um, later this year, she's going to be in the country touring around with RuPaul's Drag Race for the Battle of the Seasons tour. Yes, Melbourne Friday, 1st of July, Sydney Saturday, 2nd, Brisbane Sunday, 3rd of July, Adelaide Tuesday, 5th, and Perth Wednesday, the 6th of July. All you need to do is head to RuPaulBotsBOTS.com. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or Thinkergirl TV on Twitter. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.